presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Wouldn't work out with YouTube. There was banners or whatever. But anyway, hello and welcome back to our Tuesday night hour of enlightenment. Uh, we've got here uh, Kim Voigt, B-O-I-G-T, our channeler who is awesome. Check her out at embody-light.com, E-M-B-O-D-Y-L-I-G-H-T.com. She does channeling, of course, Akashic Records, quantum healing, just a whole bunch of stuff. She's awesome. But anyway, today she brought up a really good topic. I'm very excited about it. Uh, she says, of course, many of us are experiencing different symptoms related to the shift, i.e. ascension. Okay, And, and I think, if Eric and Kim will correct me if I'm wrong, these symptoms can be emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, right? So we're going to find out mm-hmm. about this on the show, and um, we'll see what Eric has to say also. So, Eric, I love you, baby. I told you that three minutes ago, but just in case you forgot, because I don't know if they have dementia and he's, over there. he's saying, and I, I love you more than the last time, Mom. So. Oh, wow. And he's saying hello to everyone. Yeah, he's... He, he, um, I talked to him about this earlier. He thought this would be a good subject to cover too, because so many people are. I'm running into all kinds of people that are having just these extreme symptoms where their um, their energy feels real high one day, and they feel like they're in a real spiritual place, and then the next day, nothing. They feel drained and depleted. Um, and so, what a lot of it is. What Eric is saying is there's a lot of um, big waves of energy coming to the planet to illuminate us. And so we get this big wave of energy, and we may feel real energized, and then we can't hold the charge for too long, and then we feel real Mm -hmm. depleted. And he's saying that's because our bodies can only handle um, upgrades and increments. If we did it all at one time, Mm -hmm. it would just be too much. We wouldn't be able to handle it. Right, so where do these waves come from? Uh, they come from source. They're coming from spirit, from mm-hmm. source. They're um, flooding the planet. It's got, and I don't know a whole lot about the planetary positions, but it has to do with that, he's saying. And mm-hmm. um, it's just on certain dates and cer- certain energy portals are open and the energies are stronger, like our solstices, yeah. our yeah. equinoxes. Significant dates like 9-9, 10 those kinds of things. They're all big mm-hmm. energy portals. When we have a full moon, it's a big energy portal. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we're in one right now. Yeah. yeah. And so what it does is it pushes so much light towards the person, but then it also it illuminates what may be blocking you. So you get hit with that, and then all of a sudden you're thinking about that person maybe – 10 years ago that you had an argument with that's never been resolved or something. And And so he's saying when that does happen, that's a a hint. That's, you know, that's what you got to work on. That's what, that's what's preventing the further upgrade of the energy. So is this source being sentiently proactive? I mean, is it a conscious decision by source? Okay. So I'm going to hit those humans with some waves. It's, it's 
um, Eric's saying it's cyclic and it's, it has to do with the energies of the planets and what the planet oh. can handle and what the people on the planet will allow. And oh. so he's saying because more people are in this ascension time, time grid or, you know, are working on this ascension, that it's possible for more, more and more light to be coming to the planet all the time. And then he also talks about that we have a 3D grid and a 5D grid up at the same time on the planet. And when we're hooked into the 3D grid, that's where we're noticing all the chaos, all the fighting, all the panic, all the dysfunction. Mm -hmm. When we can hook into that 5D, the new earth grid, um, Mm -hmm. we still notice those things, but we're not affected by it. It's like you'll notice you could hear something awful and you're not triggered by it like you would be if you're in the 5D grid. Oh, I see. I see. That is so interesting. So uh, when did this start, the, the, this wave of energy? This has been going on, these big waves, all summer. They really got intense starting in around May. It's looking like okay. mid, mid to end of May. They just oh, really started flooding the planet. Wow. So I mean, we're, all, we're always getting waves, but they're getting more yeah. and more intense, and these last ones have been more intense, you say. Okay, well, time is kind of a tricky subject, you know, there's none, it's just a human construct, but when did the beginning of the shift start occurring? The biggest um, influx of energy when it was really... You know, it really started, you'd have to look back to 1987. That's when we reached kind of uh, where where the um, people that were more conscious, that we we came to equal numbers, so that yeah. we were balanced. And so it's been steadily increasing since then, but around the solstice point in 2012 was when the biggest influx of energy started happening. And that was when, you know, it was predicted a lot of people thought the world was going to end and all this. So that wasn't it. It was this big influx of energy that was coming. Um, he's also talking about some of the symptoms that you'll notice when you have, you know, when, when you, that go along with ascension. So yeah. oh, can you one. Hang on, Eric. Hang on. I want to ask one more thing. and I want to go into symptoms, okay. physical, mental, whatever. When is the, when, if there's any end, will there be an end to this whole shift? Well, okay, so what he's saying is this is something that's going to occur fast at times, gradually over time, and it's going to be, he's showing me like 12 to 15 years where we really are know that where it's really going to be obvious, where we know that we we are in the shift or that we have shifted, that the planet is a better place. But he's saying that um, once all that is through, more more things will come to light. More um, more light will come to the planet, and people will ascend even further. It's being done in stages. And so he's talking about a big wave coming right now, a big wave of people that are ready to start ascending that really haven't started the ascension process too much. Well, so these big waves that come over, you have to think about the the, the weakest links. So if you can't blast somebody, it's just not going to be able to handle that kind of energy. So 
I guess the wave has to respect right those that right are too- right. Yeah, it would just be too powerful for some people. And Eric's even mentioning that some, um, you know, some people have chosen to actually uh, leave the planet at this time because of the um, intensity of the energy. They just, they they feel they would be, I guess, what better off coming back into another body and starting once these major waves are through. Is that, are, you so only, are you talking only mm-hmm. about suicide or any manner of death? No, no, no. All types of death. Not just suicide. All types of death. Yeah, people are dying of natural causes and that kind of thing. And, and that is, some of them are just choosing. This was the time they chose to, to go home and they just couldn't handle it. Some were kind of on the fence, saying, where they see if they could, if they could handle it, and they decided they have, they couldn't, and they've come home. Um, but many more of us are staying. Um, and he's saying we're all so needed on the planet right now, all of the light workers. Right. Okay. We can go through the if you want. We can go, Eric and Kim, through the different uh, symptoms. You want to start out with what physical, maybe physical symptoms? Yeah. And then well, emotional, spiritual, and, and mental. Mm-hmm. Fatigue, um, sleep disturbances, a lot of people notice they just seem to need less sleep. Uh, colors look brighter. And time seems to speed up. I think everybody's noticed that where it used to be like it seemed like a year or a month took a lot longer than it does now. Now we're like, oh, where'd that go? That went fast. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um He's saying to really listen to your body during these times and let your body tell you what you need. He says emotionally it's going to be ups and downs where you're feeling good, where you've been, you can kind of consider that where you've been hit with a wave of energy. And Mm -hmm. then she'll bring to the surface, you know, something you're upset about, where you're emotionally upset. Um, It can even cause, um, when, and he's talking too, if you have an underlying condition, sometimes then during the ascension, it accentuates and it starts to get worse before it gets better. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, what about mental uh, changes? Well, okay. So a lot of it, he says, a lot of times people think they are going crazy because um, they just don't know what's happening to them. And he's saying a lot of times it's just because they're so scattered in their energies and they're not grounded and they just don't feel safe. There's so much hitting them and they just don't know what it is. They just don't know what these rapid increases of energy are. So would we be more prone to mass shootings and murders and things like that? Um, He's saying there can be the potential for that because the energies are so hyped up. Say that again, sorry. He said, yes, there's definitely the potential for that kind of thing because people's emotions are so hyped up. Or maybe they have psychotic breaks. Maybe they have, you know, right. like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he said if you're not grounded, he, he's saying it's really important to stay grounded because it it's what can help you from 
almost being pushed over the brink where you feel like you can't handle it. Is that true for emotional um, symptoms of mm-hmm. shifting? So what is the best way during this shift, the ascension, Eric, to ground ourselves? Walk around barefoot in the grass, imagine roots coming, shooting out of our feet and wrapping around the core of the earth. I mean, what, what's, the, what's your thing All of those. And he's saying to do that every day, to send your energy down to the core of the mm-hmm. earth and tell yourself every day that you're connecting to this dimensional grid. He's also talking about food, um, foods that are grounding, um, like root vegetables, stuff like that, are really grounding and really helpful to that. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, so this wouldn't apply to the vegans or the vegetarians, but for some people, they need to, if their energy gets real high, um, sometimes even eating meat and that kind of thing, red meat can help them be grounded. Um, Although... That's probably not the best practice if you want to be spiritual because it does lower your frequency some. But if you're really struggling to stay grounded, it can help. But Eric, can't you um, say, you know, how a lot of that is if you eat it and you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm killing something with the face. Like my husband does. I'm eating something with the face. Um, but that is your belief system. Okay, so Eric says that all life forms are equally valuable. A spear of asparagus or a pig. I mean, they're all valuable. So I think it's the intent. Like, that life form of any sort is raised, slaughtered, or harvested humanely, and you express gratitude, then it should not lower your frequency. Especially exactly. Lower my my intentions. This ain't going to lower my frequency because I need a side of beef. He's saying, you know, it doesn't affect everybody that way, and he's saying a lot of it is your belief system and how healthy you are and how well you metabolize your food. Um, Other things he's talking about that really um, are helpful, body work, like massage and that kind of thing, that can really help, and the essential oils. Wow. Like the ground that. The grounding ones, like they'll they'll oh they'll smell um, they'll smell earthy and grounding. Oh gosh, I'm just I'm seeing one that I know of. It's called Sacred Mountain. There's like spruce. There's those kinds of scents, cedarwood. Oh. Those kinds of things are real grounding. <laughs> and your 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 dark stones. Oh yeah, yeah, like tourmaline, obsidian, mm-hmm. patchouli. Mm-hmm. Because I always. Even when I was a little girl, was attracted to scent, probably because I needed to be grounded. So the, the, I've noticed that people tolerate different things in their diet now. Their whole diets are like, oh, I used to eat this all the time, but now it makes me feel gross. Is that part of it? That's yes. That's because of the ascension. People are so much clearer that they're noticing. Um, they're where they may have always had that reaction and they may not have noticed it before because they are clear, they're clearer now. And he's also saying as you get clearer too, um, as you raise your frequency, if the frequency of your food is lower, you're not going to be able to tolerate it very well. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Unless you look at it and say, mm-hmm. banana, you're going to raise your frequency before I eat you. Maybe. I don't know. It's just a theory. I'm sticking to it. So, um, well, there, 
he's showing me there are ways to work on the frequencies of your food. He's he, he's actually talking about you know how people used to sit around before they they eat and they they say a prayer, grace, operate. They're actually yeah, yeah. their food and they're raising the frequency of it. Now he said you don't have to no. go to that formality. You can put your hands over your plate of food and bless it and just some like love that. and light, and it will increase the frequency as well. That's cool. Thanks for coming up. Now, my son, Luca, you know him, he has been under mm-hmm. so much stress, Plan, you know, planning these events that we've had, that hosts have had in my house. He's the project coordinator at work, full-time work, full-time school. And uh, I'm wondering if part of that is he's going to, if he's experiencing symptoms of the shift, ascension. Eric's saying, yeah, he says, um, and that's that's something everybody should kind of be aware of and caution themselves in because they feel these influxes of energy, and so they get real busy. And then something that comes up that's bothering them, and so they get real busy again trying to distract, and they just keep, um, he says it's like every... They just keep trying to counteract, and if they don't slow down and take care of themselves, their adrenals will yeah. burn out, and they yeah. they'll they'll be having a really hard time. Yeah, so, so he's saying it's their- very important. Hmm? So they put too much pile too much on their plate to keep busy. Say that again. I'm sorry. Okay. They pile so much on their plate. Is that part of it? Yes. Yes, they just keep adding more and more and more. It's some, for some people, mm. Eric's saying it's a distraction to us. So I they don't you. have to do their work. They just keep being so busy. I don't know that he's saying that for Lucas, but he, he's telling me um, Lucas just doesn't quite know his his um, bounds yet, doesn't know how far he can push it before he burns out. So he's just telling him to take care of himself and get some rest. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing he's talking about. Listen to your body. He's saying if your body's telling you it needs rest, that doesn't mean it needs a cup of coffee and keep going. Yeah. Right. Well, so we asked on the e-board, Eric's version of the Ouija board, Lucas asked, what he should do about his stress. And Eric spelled out primal screen. <laughs> Luke said, oh, my God, I just tried that the other day. It's awesome. The screen. Mm-hmm. You yeah, you that, that can okay. be a good way of releasing energy, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have uh, – I want to ask you about the spiritual chain, uh, category also. And then two more quick questions before we take off. Okay. So, are there any spiritual symptoms associated with ascension? Well, you you know you start to have more and more times where you're noticing synchronicities. You may mm-hmm. be seeing colors or hearing sounds when you're meditating, or mm-hmm. seeing glimpses of maybe someone's aura out of the corner of your eye. Wow. Um, You'll find yourself answering people's questions before they ask, knowing who's going to be on the phone. It's that mm. kind of thing. So, so you're when clear, you can be heightened. Clearer. So clear yes. cognizance, clear yes. warnings, clear audience, clear attention. They can all be heightened a bit. They can mm. all be heightened, and it's usually Eric's saying it's usually 
um, although not for everybody, but everybody usually has their main strength, like clairvoyance or clairaudience. Yes. Yeah. And he's saying that's what you're usually going to notice heightened first. Okay. And then the others will are added on. I see. All right, so um, what about the other side of the spiritual coin? Do people, like, get spiritually lost? Do they lose their, their, the side of the spiritual mission, purpose, et cetera? Can that happen, too? Or not? Well, he says people, okay, here's what he's saying. He says, when people start to ascend, for some people it feels so intense that they can't handle it, so they try to stop it. Yeah. And he said that's never good because you can actually get sick when you stop the energy flow. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that... Um, that for some people, especially if you don't know what it is, that what some people do is they'll think it's a medical condition. And so they're going to the doctor, and then they might get put on medications, which might stop their growth. Oh, boy. What Eric is saying, excuse me, I'm just getting over cold. What Eric is saying is, though, once you know something or see something or understand something, you can never unknow it. It's it's yeah. still there. You might just be able to push it down for a little while, but he says you don't want to do that for too ba- for too long because it will come back and it will come back with a vengeance. Because oh, if you God, don't see yeah. the 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 sign the universe gives it to, gives you the first time, it's going to give it to you a little stronger the second time. The third time you might get knocked over the head with it, you know. Oh, yeah. All right, quick, quick questions. Just make it as quick, as brief as you can, sweetie. How can you ensure that you are part of Ascension, that you're not one of those kicking and screaming the whole way, no, not me? While he's saying it's the desire of your heart, when you have the true desire to ascend and be a part of something bigger, and be in service to others' energy construct. Okay. Um, for, for someone, he's he's basically saying that there's no, most likely you're not even going to find anyone listening to channel, channeling Eric who isn't in the ascension process. Yeah. But, he but says, he can have a family member. Right, right. So for... There's like some stages to it. And so stage one, here's how you know if somebody hasn't really started um, yeah. or they're just starting. So their happiness is based on external factors. So in order to feel right. happy, they would try to control reality, other people, places, and experience. They'll make no connection between thought and belief and experience and reality. They have yeah. no con- ability to consciously create. Um, they're usually aware, um, awareness is just only little flashes, little inklings, but more doubt. So that's someone who's just starting out and really isn't in the ascension process yet. I got you. All right, so, um, at the completion or near the completion of this shift, I'm wondering what life will be like. Will the veil be lifted for example partially or wholly and what will life be like 
for those who have ascended? The veil will be much thinner. You'll be able to mm-hmm. see through it, maneuver around a bit. Um, right. Spiritual awakening will be just effortless in your everyday life. Oh. Um, your true self will finally overshadow your ego or false self. Mm. Deep peace and knowing of who you really are. You're no longer seeking answers. You will have mastered the art of letting go and surrendering to a higher power. Yes, that's a big you have one. connection to your inner knowing without ego. What? Mm. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, takes responsibility for entire life and no longer blames others for circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in this stage, you know, it'll just be part of your common um, practice to maintain this connection where you do yoga, meditating, prayer, whatever it is to get you into this. And then at this stage, you're able to mentor and help others. That's awesome. And then it does go stage above that as well. Hmm? Sounds great. All right, Eric. Kim, are you all ready to take callers? Sure am. Oh, yes. I have somebody here from the 419 area code. Hey there, how are you doing? I am doing fabulous. How are you doing, Alyssa? This is Mohab, Mia, whatever you call me. How are you? I'm doing great. Where are you calling from? Well, uh, I live in Sandusky, Ohio, where Cedar Point is. Okay. I've been here in the States since 1977. Oh, awesome. All right, so what you got for our God or for Kim? Well, hello, Eric. Eric and Kim, Hello. Um, no. I saw that picture of the, uh, Sarah. Uh, she looks just like her, by the way. Um, oh. My question is, <laughs> I had um, mm-hmm. um, asked Eric to watch my back back in April. I think that's the last time I spoke with him, uh, with you guys. And uh, because of, you know, uh, like massive back, uh, like just like, I don't know, uh, he, he knows what it is. It's like the worst of the worst has happened, either from betrayal to whatever, financially ruined, uh, fixer up at home. I've been breaking my fingers to the bones to fix for my pets, for my me and my dog. Uh, is getting foreclosed. It's actually going to be on a sheriff auction. I found out from a buyer that just drove by yesterday, and uh, this is <laughs> none of this stuff was disclosed when I, two years ago. Um, anyhow, um, but. I have been walking around here like the emperor without his pants. You know that story. Like you know, I am at right. peace. My neighbors, my neighbors are worried for me. I'm like, I've left it up to Eric and the universe. I'm not going. I let go, and I redid. And I think I let yeah. go too much. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I just, uh, I'm down to the wire now. I like, you know, that as me and my pup, that's what I live for. We have nothing. I want disability. My car I just bought from my sister, I found out was stolen or something. And actually, after I paid her oh, off, right. they told it. <laughs> but that's nothing compared to everything else. But so, so I what, just. Yeah, what do you want to add? I just moved to Austin. Huh? So, yeah, so, uh, also, what is your main question for Eric? Because well, there could be a lot. Main question, well, you know, my, no, my main question is, my, I actually don't think it's like I'd ask him to watch my bag. He said he would if I could, but I'd have to let go. Because uh, Jennifer had said that I came here to shore with a lot on my plate and, I, and from the previous whatever, and it's just one thing after another. And um, I, my mm. question for Eric is, uh, uh, gosh, where guide me? Just, I, I, don't, I don't have a question. I just need to, I, I just need uh 
What does she need to hear, Eric? What do you need to tell her that will help her? Okay. Your old soul who signed up for having a whole bunch of crap on your plate. So kudos to you. It doesn't make oh, it any So no, right, no, Eric. There's a lesson to be learned everywhere. Just to show pass. Yes. 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 And you seen when when um, somebody picks to have that many things on their plate, it's because mm-hmm. you came in for an, a really accelerated, like an accelerated course on the planet. And he's saying, he's saying you just, um, you get, he's saying one thing to let go of is expectation. Okay. And just That's be awesome. open to receiving whatever comes your way. Okay. Well, and he's saying yes. just keep practicing letting go, letting go, well, letting go. Like he told you. Yeah, no, I've like I've I never could let go, but I did let go. But but I just needed because he said they had the spiritual team, everybody watching from you on that side, trying to yeah. help me out because I am and and so like I said, I've just said I found it like go like everyday stresses like I'm just letting it go, letting go, but it's down to the wire. Like I said, they're going to have a sheriff auction here that I found out from passerby yesterday because uh, the landlord's not telling me anything, and um, we have I mean like like I said we are. You know, whatever. No matter what, I can live under a tree. But it's for my my son, my first son, whatever you call it. And uh, I just, because, you know, I can put everything in storage, and and for, and then I don't know. It's cold winter, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just don't. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I was trying on some losses, you know, and I have so many of them, you know. And that's just. Well, same. I mean, you know, what 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 I learned from this weekend uh, was ten the Mirza is to just put your order into the universe. Like, universe, I don't know what the hell I need, but I am going to leave it up to you. I'm placing yeah, yeah. an order that you guide me yeah. the right steps to get to where I need to go, and I thank you in advance for that. So you can try that, yeah. but just more, yeah, one more time. Yeah, that's what I've been doing since April. That's what I'm saying. I've been well, doing it since April. Okay. Eric, your team, your team is working with you. They, they are, they are working with you. And he's saying, you have to. The only thing is just to get into the space of allowing. Uh, how do I do that? No, but that's what I did. I thought I was allowing it. <laughs> ask, he's saying, ask your team every day for the next step. And he says, if you get a discouraging thought, reach for a thought that feels better. Yes. And he said, just keep, keep reaching to, for that better feeling yes. and allow, being I in a place of allowing. I allow the universe to give me what I need and show me the way. That's it. I just do that. And then thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll go on to the next one. And being gratitude. Okay. Okay. Thank you. She's obviously a very courageous soul. There's a lot on her plate, and she needs everyone's help. Okay? Everybody send her white light, and Eric, you and get her team and, and really help her. We got your back. Okay, girl? Thank you. Okay, thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Now, talk about courage to have that much stuff going on now. That's awesome. Very awe-inspiring. All right, now we have somebody from the 787 area code. Hey there. How are you? Hello. 
Hey, who am I talking to? Hi there, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Hi, Kim. Hi, uh, Lisa, Eric, all my love. Great to hear you and be back. My name is Zyra. I'm calling from Puerto Rico. Um, Oh, Zyra. I have a good friend from, uh, well, she moved from Puerto Rico, but I love her. Her name is Kyra. Now she lives in in Colorado, but she's just a lovely person. All right, I digress. Mm. Rabbit hole, proceed. Okay, um, Eric, Eric and I have have a special bond, as you know, and yes. um, I've been yeah. asking him. Um, I asked him one thing in particular, and I would like him to answer to tell me if what I am striving for and what he is helping me on. Well, what do I need to do to accomplish it? And this has to do with you, Elisa. Oh, okay. He's so, talking um, about divine timing. He's saying what you've been talking to him about is coming to fruition. Uh, it's got to do with the divine timing. Because it has so, he's saying it has to be for all all people involved, and he said it's more than you think, too. For all people involved, it has to be the right time, and that's all this, that's, all that's uh, happening. It's just working out to come together. So, so, so it's all about getting the ducks in a row and then things will fall into place? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm sorry? Is it, is it uh, Eric, is it about just making sure that it's about getting all the ducks in a row so that everything falls into place when it should? He, um, he's saying, yes, that's important. He's saying you pretty much do have your ducks in a row. He's saying you, you've been good at that. But what he's saying is it's got to be when it's spiritually right for everybody, when it's the right time for all of for whoever's going to be involved, for all of your energies yeah. to come together and okay, for it to manifest. Is that going to happen, or does there need to be any nudging involved? Will their their guides nudge them? Will the universe kind of like kick them in the ass? Help prod, He said all of the above. They're all being nudged, no, okay. and it's all working out as as it needs to. He said he he's saying he's t- talking about just. Uh, lady before. He's saying, I got your back too. So, that's what he yeah. says. Thank so, you. Thank you. I, yeah, I wanted to know if if I was right, um, if I was interpreting or if I was receiving exactly this. Um, I, we, we talk all the time and today was one of those days that I asked him and I said, well, Eric, you know, thank you for because you're letting me, you're letting me participate in, 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 in the blog and, and, the, and the show and talk to you, but I I needed to know if exactly that what what I was what I have been doing is exactly what he's been telling me to do. If it's if it's the right track, because sometimes it's, it feels a little bit strange. But then again, it's because I'm I'm learning from it. He's teaching me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and sometimes I I like. He's saying you're getting it right. He's saying watch what happens to your body when he communicates with you. Uh-huh. See if you get a charge. That's how you'll know. 
a oh, subtle that's, charge. Uh, that happens to me. Oh, gosh, yes, yes. Yes, for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. I, I, I get a lot of goosebumps and um, a lot of things happen. And, yeah, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. awesome. That's how you know. Thank that's you. how you know. Thank you. All right, well, thank you for being one of the Thank you for everything. Oh, I'm sorry. He's saying one other thing. He's saying when yes. when people ask for something, he says if you don't get the answer immediately, just let it go, and it's going to come to you later in the day when you're not focused on it. He wanted me specifically to tell you that. Thank awesome. you. Okay. Thank you so you're much. Welcome. Bye-bye. Blessings. All my love. Bless, Bless you, too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Aww. Bye. Yeah, sweet. Eric's her, Eric's her bro. That's awesome. Okay, we got somebody here from the 561 area code. Hi there. How are you? Are you there? 561 area code? Hello. Okay, we'll come back to you, sweetie. All right, let's see. Somebody from the... Five seven five area code. Hi there, how are you? Hello. Hi there. Hello. What's up? Hi, um, my name's Selena. I'm calling from Eastern hi, New Mexico. Selena. Hi. Um, Selena, hi, Elisa, Kim, Eric. Um, I'm no. trying to get all my thoughts in a row here because I know you guys are fast for time. Um, I have had. Hi, Edith. Hey, I've been waiting. I've been trying to get on with you guys for a while. Um, so I had um, Eric's pranked me a couple of times, found my salt shaker lid in the Miracle Whip, and just oh, crazy things like that. My <laughs> pressure, she, she pressure cooker weight yeah. missing for a long time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so he came to me in in a dream. Um, and at first I didn't recognize him and I woke up on who is that boy? Who is that boy? Cause he was right in my Ooh. face and he was holding my shoulders and kind of shaking my shoulders. And so wow. my first question is, um, my doctor put me on Embril, my arthritis doctor, and mm-hmm. I could feel like my kidneys hurting and my liver and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. I, I knew it wasn't helping me. And I was wondering if he, was he telling me, get off of that, pay attention to what you're thinking. So <laughs> rheumatoid arthritis? I'm sorry? That rheumatoid arthritis you have, you said? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. He, well, he says that's exactly what he's telling you to, to talk with your doctor. There's something with less side effects that would work no, better no, for you. No, no, no. As a doctor, I'm telling you, LDN, low dose zone, because these other things that big pharma throws at you suppress the immune system. You don't want that, Okay. You want to normalize, oh, yeah. the, the, um, uh, normalize the immune system, which means taking a very small dose of naltrexone. And what happens is it, it's so small amount that it disappears from the bloodstream and boom, endorphin level, your endorphin secretions triple. And endorphins are what are behind stopping pathological inflammation that's responsible for autism, cancer, heart disease, autoimmune disease. It's like, you know, so look up LDN in the Google search bar against rheumatoid arthritis. Or you can spell it out, low-dose low naltrexone, N-A-L-T, 
Well, they have me on uh-huh. Mix the Check State um, huh? also. She has me on no, Mix the Check State. No. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not the same uh, thing. Yeah. I, she has me on all these, and she wanted me to take Embril next because I, um, oh, well, I God. mean, Listen, not Embril. She had me on the Embril, and then she wanted me to take the other one, Hermera. And I and I've been putting it off no. because I don't my no. um you know I'm, just I know it's right not right. <laughs> now listen to me. I do know you're listening to your heart, girl. Listen to me now. Uh, and believe me later. Um, Big Pharma yeah. <laughs> wants to kill all these horrible drugs that, that kill your immune system. All right, but don't do any good. LDN costs less than a penny a day if you make it from 50 milligram tablets. The most it costs is like $46 a day if you get a compounding pharmacy. I mean, it's $46 a month if you get a compounding pharmacy. It's called the why not drug because it's so safe. That's why it's a secret. Oh, great. I don't want you to know. Yeah. I have a you know, blog member that had horrible ankylosing spondylitis autoimmune disease. And he was on methotrexate, massive doses of, of, of prednisone, and um, what you call it? Oh, Cosentix. So I, I took a while to convince him, okay, because, you know, doctors are, I don't know anything about it, so it can't work. So anyway, finally agreed to try LDN. Sometimes you have to Google find an LDN doctor because doctors are so ego-driven, and Big Pharma does not send pharmaceutical reps to their office to tell them about LDN. They make my office it's too cheap. And so now oh, he's yeah. LDN. That's it. And not only... Uh, you know, he used to only work four hours a day at the library feeling like crap. Now he works eight hours a day feeling great. So you really need to look into this. It is the safety protocol is great. I had a patient, I mean, a patient blog member the other day. They said, oh, yeah, I looked at your LDN, you know, thing on YouTube. If you look up Linda Elsgood uh, on my YouTube channel, E-L-S-E-G-O-O-D. You'll find that she's the head of the LDN Research Trust. Um, okay. But uh, so she watched that. Oh, that's interesting. Blah, 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 blah. So a few months later, she develops uh, you know, advanced, stage colon, uh, advanced stage colon cancer, which is rooted in inflammation like almost every disease. So she did not tell her doctor, but she got LDN online. And the doctor's like, I don't understand it. You have no more cancer. And oh boy. you did not have to have a permanent colostomy. And you did the chemo, but you had no side effects. Everybody else did. I don't get it. So there we go. All her, her PET scan, MRI, everything's completely clear of cancer. So anyway, look into it, guys. Oh, thank you so much. They're going to be doing a, a complete knee replacement on my um, left knee in about 30 days, they said, because I... Can hardly even walk on the arthritis just destroyed mm-hmm. all the cartilage in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but so another question: we won't be in mercury uh, retrograde or anything like that. Then will we? In about 30, 30 to forty days from oh, now. No. You can you can actually get an app, um, mercury retrograde, to find out those dates. I, I don't want to. Okay. Uh, My father had a surgery and and we were and it went all haywire. Oh my God! Eric, Eric's saying, Eric's saying it's gonna, it'll be okay. It's gonna be okay. And oh. he was when, um, Elisa, when you were talking about the LDM, he was saying that he would really benefit from trying it. 
Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I knew he was shaking my shoulders. I knew that's what he was doing because yeah. I knew he wasn't just saying hi. He was saying, wake up. All right, well, thank uh, you for calling. Okay, oh, thank you. I'll try the other question later. Okay, babe. All right. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Love, right. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Okay, oh, gosh, I hope it helps. I know. It will. It will. Okay. We have somebody from the 540. Hey there, how are you doing? Are you there? Anybody home? Okay. There was another person that we missed. Let me see if I hope this is the right one. Hi there. How are you doing? Did I already take your call? Oh. Okay. I guess it's a no. Okay. Got somebody from the 516 area code. How you doing? Hi, Alisa. Hi, Kim. Hi, Eric. I love Hello. you. Hey, girl. Oh, he Let's... loves you, too, he says. Oh, Elisa, thank you so much for sharing your song with the world. I really do. I appreciate it. Oh, um, I have, yes, I want to ask Eric <clears throat> one question. I had a dream about a red shoe last mm. night. So they wanted to show me something. I know that's a message right there. They took me out on the road. They wanted to show me something. I want to know what it is. But I see things, but I'm not quite understanding. I know there is a message there, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, what's that all about? Interesting. um, I'm asking. He's saying... um, the red shoe is kind of a warning to avoid something. Do you know where you were going in the boat or what you were doing? Um, Actually, I don't know. It's like somebody take me there. I know the presence is with me, and then he's going around, and then I saw like a pair of red sneakers pop up to my hands. It's like some energy lifted up and put it in my hand. And he turned like a baby, like a baby sneaker, like a, a red. And then the wind oh, took it off from my hands. And then I'm looking for it. While I, I was looking for it, there's a pipe. So I smell something like a gasoline or something. But when I put my hands in a pipe, there was no gasoline. It's water. But I feel something smooth. Like when I put my hands, I'm like, you know what, let me stay put and see what it is. And the water keep <clears throat> coming up from the pipe, clear water. And then I saw somebody's, I thought I was going to see like a something, I don't know. But I saw like somebody's back, it's a male, but I, I don't see his face. I know it's a white male. And then what? somebody else coming towards him. Then after that, I woke up. Oh, what's that all about, okay. Eric? Eric is... Eric is saying um, that your intuition and if when you come up against a situation like this or if you see those shoes, he's saying by you having this dream, you may be programming yourself not to even get into that situation, but he says if you do, you know, don't fall for it. Don't go with the person. Don't talk to the person. 
it's not good. Okay, okay, well, thank you. Because really saying stay away. Mm-hmm. So that's a warning. If, if I see somebody with a with a red shoe talking to me, is that or what is it is? Yeah. Anybody? Is it that if a red shoe? Okay, or like a red shoe is a warning, and it could be like anybody who like makes your intuition feel like your heart feel gross, like you have this sense of dread or uneasiness. Is that it, or what? Right. He's, so they have he's saying, watch, watch how they make you feel. You'll know by the way they yes. make you feel. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, thank you so much. And tell Eric, thank you. Um, last week he came into my dream and tell me God loves me, and I thank mm-hmm. him for that. And the other day, too, while you mentioned the intuition, he was talking to me about my intuition, like three days oh, ago yeah. in my dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah, he's so, saying follow your intuition, you'll be fine. He's yes. saying you you've identified it already. It probably won't even come into fruition now. What did you say? What did he say? It won't he even said now that you've identified it, it won't even come into fruition most likely. Oh, okay. So that's good. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Eric. I love yes, you. You're thank welcome. you, Elisa. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Okay, thank you, Elisa. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so we have somebody from the well, – there's a couple of people with the 970, Erica. Here's one with 970301. Hi there. How are you? Good. Are you there? Hi. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Who are we speaking with? Sherry. Hi. Hi, Sherry. What's up? What you got for us? Well, my question is for Eric. Mm -hmm. Um, When he went to the spirit world, did he arrive in the first dimension? Mm, Interesting question. How do you spell your name? Because I don't think I heard it right. It was a bunch of static. Sherry. Oh, Sherry. Okay. Got it. With the the S-H-E-R-R-Y? Say again. Oh, it's okay, Sherry. I got it. Okay. So what, Eric? Did you arrive in the first? He's telling me he arrived in the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension, um, and he was there for a while until he started feeling a little bit better. Then he raised to the fifth dimension. Oh, bye. Bye. Feeling better, is that receiving God's love of ascension to go to the higher dimension? Yes, yes. You have to be able to, um, because we're all we're all a part of God. We're all that spark of God. And sometimes when you cross and the situation was kind of, you know, where there's people who are sad or that you, you might not be able to reach for that higher feeling. Yeah. And so initially Eric was, Saddened, you know, he yeah. he felt better, but he was saddened for what was happening to his family. So as soon as he was right. able to heal himself from and feel some of that love, then he rose into the fifth dimension. Is what he's showing me. Well, I, uh, in the book, it was really interesting. He went into the blackness, and it was really interesting how his whole journey went. Uh, some mm-hmm. of it, I and that blackness would be fourth dimensional. 
Oh. Is that oh. is that the that was like a, a spiritual car wash? Was really cool the way he describes it in his book. My life. Yeah. Ended. It's, it's the dimension between the physical and the spiritual world. Yeah. Right. Jerry, can you tell me why so, you asked that question, sweetie? Yeah, well, I'm just curious about the ascension process and how it can also affect your physical body, but also your Mm -hmm. spiritual body and your soul. Interesting, yeah. Well, and yes, it does, because if you transition and you're held, you know, have real heavy, dense belief systems, like people who believe there's a hell, they may create that situation for themselves. Yeah, exactly. That's what he's saying. But Eric didn't have that belief system, so it wasn't a problem. Right, so some religions can also create that condition. Exactly. So you believe it, all of a sudden you're in hell and brimstone, or if you're an atheist, there's nothing, and all of a sudden you find yourself thinking, wait, where's my dog? Or, or whatever, and then, oh, God, wait, I had a thought, and then you ask for help, and then things become clear. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you, Sherry. Well, thank you. Thank you. Love you all. You're very welcome. Love you. Love you. Okay, another 970 area code, if I can click on it. There we go. I'm trying. 970 and I will not read the rest. Hey, how are you doing? Is that me? That'd be you. How you doing? <laughs> I, I'm good. This is JJ in Colorado. Hi, JJ. I have a... Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm not going to take much of your time. I have some real quick yes and no questions for you. The okay. first one is, I, re- I recall many years ago, like 30 years ago, my brother-in-law making inappropriate advances at me. I want to know if that actually happened or if I'm remembering something that didn't. I'm getting it happened. Okay. My next question is, pardon me? I get those things, too. Like, was that really a reality or, you know? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the Mandela effect we were, you were talking about? Yeah. yeah. The same concept? Yeah. Well, I thought I was right, and that puts me at ease. Thank you so much. But my next question is, is there such a thing as an incubus and subcubus? And if so, did I have an encounter with one? I'm getting the essence. If there is such a thing, now I'm going to ask the second question. I got no on the second question. He did not have an encounter. Okay, okay oh, but there is such what, a thing. Why is she thinking she could have? What happened? Was there another, like, negative entity that attached to her? But was not it? I don't I can't remember what an incubus is. Whatever it is. What um, was it? What was it that caused you to think that you had a encounter with one? Yeah. Good question. Good. Good way to phrase that. Well, I hate to be blunt, but I woke up feeling like I had just been raped, and I'm in bed alone. It could be another another uh, negative entity. Doesn't have to be that, but so what was that, Eric? And a lot um, of people... Let me see. Uh, so I'm asking him about some possibilities. Okay. 
was it my <laughs> husband <laughs> getting frisky well, with me? <laughs> that's, that's the thing. And, and, okay, so people who are in the other dimension, they can't actually have an intimate relationship with you. But sometimes they merge energies with you. It's a uh, way of feeling close. And sometimes uh-huh. that's what it feels like. And because when they're connecting in the lower chakras, you may feel like some vibration or some movement where it's actually the energy connecting. And so sometimes when that happens, people think that they're, something's happening to them in their sleep. And it's Mm -hmm. not actually, it could be your twin flame or your deceased husband where they're just merging their energy with you. They're just saying, I'm here, I'm close, I love you. You know, well, it's, it's not like they're trying like, to take advantage of you well, while you're sleeping or anything well, like that. It's just that. And then the other thing is because it's such a higher love that we as humans often confuse that with sexuality. Because usually, um, you know, when you're deeply in love with someone and you have those feelings going, you attribute the two together. And so when uh-huh. you're having that higher love experience with someone without a body, the physical body can almost be tricked into that feeling. Not tricked, but it, it right. feels like that when it's not what yeah. it actually is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Confused. Whatever it was, it was amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I definitely get you're not like being violated. If you, if yeah. something like that happened and you were violated, you would not be saying it was amazing. Exactly. Okay. All right, well, thanks, Okay, for I like that. Okay, so I, I need to close because we are at the end of our show. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I shut you off, but call back next week. Uh, but anyway, so thank you, Kim, at embody-light.com. Thank you, Eric, at... You're welcome. And also, uh, you guys, we, we I have a local meetup. Saturday, October the 26th at my place, noon on, and, you know, I'm just going to have to do stuff like, you know, asking people to donate a little money for food and drink, but otherwise, no ticket price or whatever. But then, from 7.30 until 9.30, we're going to have Veronica Drake, Michelle Gray, and Denise Ramon have a group reading for you guys. So, that should be fun. And uh, anyway, so, contact me somehow like emedius at gmail.com is a good way Ooh, 90 seconds if you want to participate it's in houston texas all right love you love you eric love you kim eric i love you bye-bye bye-bye okay end episode